Thank you for tuning into the New Covenant Life Christian Church podcast, where we are loving God and loving his people. It's all about him. Our focus is spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ and advancing his kingdom in the earth. If you would like more information about our ministry, please give us a call at 334-258-6181 or send an email to newcovenantlife2020 at gmail.com. Now, let's join Pastor Pete Pierce for today's life-changing word. For our scripture today, you don't have to stand, just stand up in your heart, amen. Go to Habakkuk for our text today, amen. Habakkuk chapter 2, verse number 3. Are you there? Yes. And it says this, for the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it shall speak and not lie. Though it tarry. That word tarry means to linger. It says to wait for it because it will surely come. It will tarry not. Father, we bless you on today. We magnify you, Lord. We give you all the glory and we give you all the honor. We trust you in everything that we do, everything that you're doing in and through our lives. Not today, God. We thank you for the miracle of the sower. We bless you that everyone here, four out of four, everyone here is good ground. And God, because of that, we're going to receive something from you, some 30, some 60, and some 100-fold for our good and for your glory. We love you so much, God. We can do absolutely nothing without you. It's in the master's name of your son, Jesus, that we do pray. And all the people of God shout it. Amen. Amen, amen. Well, listen, I got some news to share with you. You know, for the last year, it's, and it's been a year or two, We've been believing God and asking God about this property on Hodgesville Road. Amen? Amen. We've been seeking him. Remember, the, remember what I would tell you every week. I would, my conversation to the Lord was, and my conversation to you was, was this. Lord, open doors that no man can close and close doors that no man can open. Amen? Well, I'm, I'm, I got to stand before you today with, with a semi-heavy heart to say that door has closed for now. Amen. Amen. That door has closed for now. So the vision is still there. God still has us. So let me tell you kind of in a, you know, in a nutshell that what happened. The property went into foreclosure, and we went to bid on the property, and there was another church that outbid us. Amen. Amen. So we're praying for that church. Amen. Amen, somebody. Listen, we believe in God for that church. If it is the will of God for them to have it, then no one could have gotten it. Right? So if it was the will of God for us to have it, no one would have gotten it. And I thank God, man, for some of the brothers that was around us, um, some of our board members. Elder jo I mean, uh, Brother Jones was there. Brother Kim was there. And, and, man, we did all that we could do. Amen. But praise the Lord, it ain't over. Somebody say it ain't over. Because the fat lady ain't saying yet. She ain't even got the mic. <laughs> Amen. So, listen, we're still, we're still believing God. But I got to be honest with you, man, that going through that time, and this is how the Lord ministered to me. After that thing was over, man, it, it, it was tough for me. You know why? Because of you. Mm -hmm. 
Amen. It's not about it's not about what we're trying to do as far as the bling. It's about the vision. We just need a place to gather. Amen. And man, the Lord has has had to minister to me. I had to encourage myself in the Lord. I had to be like David. Amen. Because you know, it's it's been a it was a, a whole year, man. We were believing God. But what happens when you believe God and something changes? That's what we're gonna talk about today. Amen. Amen. We never stop believing. Has the vision changed? No. Has he changed? No. no. We still in this fight. Amen. Amen. Proverbs 13. I'm, I'm going to be talking some, some scriptures. Then write these scriptures down too. Can I just talk to you a little bit today? Yes, sir. Amen. Amen. So that means, listen, that means God has something in store. Oh, my God. Proverbs chapter 13, verse 12. This is one of King James verses. This is one of the scriptures that actually came to my mind. And I'm going to tell you what I had to do for myself. I had to seek the Lord. There's some things that he ministered to me through the word of God and also through other people. So I had to seek him. And these are some of the scriptures that came to my heart. Proverbs chapter 13, verse 12. It says, hope deferred makes the heart sick. Now, a lot of times in church, we're, we'll, we'll hear that part of scripture. Right? But we don't, we don't continue for the B part of the verse. Right? It says... It goes on to say, but a longing fulfilled is a tree of life. Amen. Amen. So I started to ask the Lord, talk to me about this scripture. So listen, hope. The word hope means to have expectation. Amen. Amen. It means to be patient. But look at another one of the the meanings that it has. It is a development process. To have hope is a development process. And always remember this. There's a revelation of a difference between hoping and wishing. Right? Right? Hope, when you have hope, it's attached to a promise. Amen? Amen. Amen. Now, when you have divine hope, it will develop your ability to wait. Did you hear that? Divine hope will develop your ability to wait. When God gives you hope for something, it's not about the thing. It's about the development. Come on, listen to me, man. He ministered this to me. When God gives you hope for something, it's not about the thing. It's about the development. It's about the process. One of our greatest examples is Abraham. See, Ishmael, Ishmael was a product of his his hope being deferred. Ishmael was a product of a sick heart. So instead of going through the process, he tried to bypass the process. Amen? Now, here's the thing. The promise never changed. For him, he changed the process. So for us, we have to continue to stay steadfast and focus on the promise. Amen? Now, waiting. Hope defers makes the heart sick. Amen? Waiting is an opportunity to trust God and to allow him to work in our hearts and to strengthen our character. When you're waiting. And nowadays, man, because, you know, we are in patient generation. We're microwave. I don't know. What's, what's after micro? Nano? It's faster. We didn't pass the micro generation. We are nano. We want it now. Amen. And I got to be honest. Even with the things that God is doing, man, God is growing us. I thank God he's growing us. He keeps showing us different things. <clears throat> Excuse me. Certain things that we want right now. 
what happens when he tells you to, to wait? Hope deferred makes the heart sick. So that word deferred means to put off, to drag out. <laughs> Amen? To put it off, to drag it out. But here's the thing about that. We have to continue to trust God. It said it makes the heart sick. Now, this word heart in this particular scripture is lee. It's actually L-E-B, but it's pronounced lee, a lev, L-A-V. It's kind of like, pronounced like lev, but to spell it is L-E-B. It means your mental, your mind, your emotions. Hope the first make you mentally drained. Amen. Amen. Now your emotions get all involved. Start feeling a certain kind of way. Like, Lord, when is it going to happen? Right? It makes the heart sick. It makes your mind sick. That's why when we go through different things, when hope has been deferred, you have to, listen, you have to understand it's going to be fulfilled. And when it's fulfilled, it's the tree of life. you got to focus on the promise, not the process. you got to go through the process, but you got to focus on the promise. When you're going through the process, right, your mind is in the right place where it's not being sick. It's focused on what it's seeing, the promise. Yeah. The process is something that we just have to go through. Amen? Amen. Even though, listen, we're still, here's the thing. This is what the Lord had to minister to me, and I want to minister this to you. So right now, man, it's almost back to square zero in a sense as far as looking for a building. Either he's going to show us a building or some property or whatever. But let me, t let me tell you something about you. Man, y'all have been giving. Praise the Lord. We're not a broke church. Amen. Come on, somebody. And we don't waste money. Amen. Amen. We try to do our best to sow into you. We're going to continue to do that. Amen. So now as we continue to look, the Lord told me this. He said, as you continue to look for what you need as far as a place to worship and things to do, don't focus on that. Focus on me. Amen. If we keep our eyes steadfast on who Jesus Christ is, amen, and really worry about people giving their life to the Lord, it's not about the bling. Amen. So now what we've done in the body of Christ, and even, even you know, we, we've made church about the programs. So what do they offer? What they doing at that church? The question should be, is Jesus being taught at that church? Amen. Well, listen, we are gathering in the tent and God is blessing us. Yeah. Has anybody been growing? Yeah. Well, if you have and I have, praise the Lord, man, I've been growing. My faith has been growing. I've been growing spiritually. I'm being manifested into that son in Romans 8, 29. Amen. So here's the thing. It's not about the program and we're going to have them. Now, I'm not saying that this stuff is bad. It's so, so many things in my heart that we want to do for our young people. And I still see us in a nice place where we can do certain things. But it's not about the places. You cannot get to the place where the church to you is what you can do, what it does for you, or the comfort of it. It's not the cappuccino machine in the foyer. It's not about what you're going to get after service. It's not about all the concerts. It's about what's feeding your spirit so when you go home, you can be a good husband. When you go home, you can be a good wife. When you go home, you can be a good son or a good daughter to your parents. Amen. It's for us to live. Amen. 
Do you hear what I'm saying? It's not about the Instagram post. Hallelujah. And we gonna have them. <laughs> but it ain't about that. When we place our hope in Christ alone, he fulfills our desires. So even, even with that scripture that we just talked about, when hope is deferred, but when our, 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 our focus is on him, our heart doesn't get sick because we see the tree of life. We see the fulfillment of it. Think about Jesus Christ himself. If he, Listen, while he was on the cross, the Bible says, listen, he endured the, he, he, he endured the cross and despised the shame. For the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross and despised the shame. Do you know who that joy was? It was you. It was me. If he would have never focused on redeeming us, he could have came down from the cross. But it wasn't about the pain that he was going through. It wasn't about the agony he was going through. It wasn't about the death that he was about to face. It was about these believers. It was about the family of God. It was about you. It was about me. It was about our ancestors that gave their life to the Lord. It's about the people who will give their life to the Lord. It was all about that. And that's what he focused on. Can you imagine that? Him being beating and being whipped for you and for me who sometimes won't even, you know, won't even take the time to gather to worship him. And he did it all just for us. Somebody say just for me. Just now turn into your Bibles to 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 57 and 58. I'm going to run through this this morning because I feel like running. Amen. I'm running on the inside. All right. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 57 and 58. This is from the King James Version of the Bible. Amen. It says, but thanks be to God, which gives us the victory. How? He gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. That's why we got to stay focused on him. Yeah. Amen. As long as you're focused on him, you have the V-I-C-T-O-R-Y, baby. You got the victory. Amen. Amen. Then verse 58, faith 58 says, Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. We got to stay focused, Amen. unmovable, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. And man, let me tell you something about what we do. Man, when you serve the Lord, it is, it is labor. Amen. It's work. Amen. It's things that we have to do. Praise the Lord. Amen. This stuff, don't, I, I do. Listen, I am. You're talking about the, the promise fulfilled. I can't wait to come into a place and just turn on the light. Amen. Amen. Turn on stuff. Amen. Amen. But until then, as we pick up them speakers, come on now, as we load them up into that truck, thank the Lord, praise the Lord, praise God, we're going to meet you. Hallelujah. I just take a nap when I get home. Come on, somebody. Amen. We got to stay steadfast. Someone say, stay steadfast. Yeah. Unmovable. Always. Always. Abounding. Abounding. In the work of the Lord. 
Amen. Our labor in the Lord is not in vain. Amen. Now go to Galatians chapter 6, verse 9. This is how the Lord was ministering to me. Amen. Amen. King James Version. And he placed on my heart, share these little things, these little nuggets with the people. Galatians chapter 6, verse 9. And most of us know this particular scripture. It says, let us not be weary in well-doing. For in due season, somebody say due season, due season. we shall, not might, we shall reap. If we just don't faint, baby, don't faint. Hey, man, we'll faint you and get you back up. Hey, man, don't faint. Here's the thing. It says, he that is weary, don't be weary. Didn't say you won't get tired. Amen. There's some times where you get tired, Right? When you get tired, just get some rest. But when you get weary, that's when your mind is affected. That's when your emotions get all involved. Amen. That's the difference. And that's what the enemy is trying to do. He's trying to wear out the saints. He wants you to be weary about everything. He wants you to be weary about your finances. He wants you to be weary about your children. How am I going to do this? How am I going to do that? How am I going to do this? What if this happens? What is that? He's trying to wear you out. Don't let him wear you out. But just when you labor in the Lord, you can get tired. Amen. When you get tired, just rest in him. Amen, somebody. Amen. But don't be weary. Amen. Cast all your cares on him, your thoughts, all the things that you're worrying about. Because he, you got to know that he cares for you. Amen. Does anybody in here know that he cares for you? Amen. And listen. I had to be reminded that this is his church and my wife will remind him too. Listen, this ain't my church. God, this your baby. Amen. Amen. We just rocking the cradle. That's all we did, you know. We, we just we just tending to the baby. He's my shepherd. He's your shepherd. And I'm just an under shepherd. It all belongs to him. Amen. God is all about you. And we mean that. I'm talking about from the bottom of our heart that you are the center, the circumference, the base, the boundary, the sum and the substance. Yes, and everything our life is all about. Who is it about? Who is it about? It's all about him. Amen. All about Jesus Christ, man. That's who it's all about. Amen, somebody. So we can't get weary in well-doing. Now turn to Psalms chapter 27. I'm reading verse 13 through 14. Psalms chapter, chapter 27, 13 and 14. Because we're going to reap in due season. Amen. If we just don't faint, somebody say, don't faint. don't faint. Stay in the fight. Praise the Lord. Psalms chapter 27, verse 13 and 14 says this. It says, I had fainted unless I believed to see the, the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. You would hear the old folks say that sometimes. They'll quote that scripture. <laughs> Tell them that's it. That's it. That's it. I had fainted unless I believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. And then verse 14 says, wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen thine heart, strengthen thy mind. Come on, somebody. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Can we worship him while we're waiting? Amen. Can you praise him while you're waiting? Hallelujah. Can you serve him while you're waiting? A lot of times we think waiting on the Lord is sitting somewhere in a corner. No, it ain't. It's with a, it's with a, listen, it's with a platter in your hand. That's what, how can I help you, Lord? How can I serve you, Lord? That's waiting on the Lord. Amen. That's when you wait on God. Come on, somebody. 
Another meaning of that word wait, I started looking this stuff up, looking, you know, in the Hebrew and all that good stuff. It says, listen, when you're waiting on the Lord, it's, it means that you're looking for strength. Now, when I saw this meaning, it made me think about you. It says to be strong, twisting together. This is when you're waiting on him. The, another, another meaning of that word waiting is to be twisted together in order to become strong. And I thought about you. I thought about our prayer for this church. It's why we're, we're doing what we're doing. Even, even waiting for our building to manifest, he's binding us closer and closer together. That's why we fellowship. That's why we come together. That's, he's twisting and knitting our hearts together so we'll be strong together. Come on, one team. One fight. We're waiting, but he's, he's binding us. He's, he's twisting us together. To have us to be able to endure. So when I get weak, come on now. When I get weak and I, I know I got Curtis who's bound with me. Yes. I got Anthony, he's twisted up with me. Right. Mr. Jones is twisted there with me. Yes. Pastor James is twisted in there with me. We're all twisted together and we become stronger together. Yes, Amen. Amen. While we're waiting. Now go to Lamentations. Lamentations chapter, boy, y'all, y'all may be lucky we ain't got a musician. I almost feel a hoop coming on in it, boy. Lamentations chapter three, verse twenty-five and twenty-six. Lamentations, Old Testament, and coming up real soon. I, I keep saying that, right? But it's, we're gonna do this in August. I already got a little date. I think uh, it's like third Sunday in August. We're gonna have you bring your Bible to church day. Mm -hmm. Amen. I'm going to bring my glasses <laughs> so I can read my Bible. Praise the Lord. Amen. So Lamentations, chapter 3, verse 25 through 26, King James Version. 25 says this, the Lord is good unto them that wait for him, to the soul that seeketh him. Verse 25 said, it is good that man should both hope and quietly wait. For the salvation of the Lord. Amen. That salvation means victory. Yeah. And quietly wait for the victory. Yeah. Don't, be, don't be waiting and complaining. All right. All right. Come on now. Yeah. Quietly wait for the victory. Mm -hmm. Now, once we get the victory, that's when we're going to shout. Amen. Amen. Well, we're going to shout right now. Right? We ain't going to complain right now. We're going to shout right now while we're waiting. Thank you. Amen, somebody. Amen. Amen. God is just setting us up. He just setting us up. And I do, I thank God for the men and women of God that he's placed around us. Because like, like I said, man, Brother Jones and Brother Kim was there with us when we were bidding on the building. And man, I believe that we did all we could do. Amen. But man, they were so encouraging. Man, I mean, because I don't know if they could tell or whatever. I, I'm trying, you know, you try to, try to show it, you know, <laughs> try to fix your face or whatever. <laughs> Brother Jones was like, man, it's all right, Pastor, it's all right. That means God's got something else. All right. You understand? God's got something else. Right. It's, okay. it's okay. Praise the Lord. My wife kept reminding me it's okay. So y'all know Pastor Simmons. Remember when he came down? A dear brother. So I've talked to him about this thing, you know, many times. And, and, and some, God had just placed on his heart to call me almost like two days before we had to go do what we had to do. So the next day he calls me. I said, you know, I said, uh, well, Pastor Simmons, somebody outbid us. He said, praise the Lord. He didn't give me a chance to say, he said, praise the Lord. He didn't ask what happened. 
He didn't care. He said, praise the Lord. He said, that, that means that God has something else. So listen, so he shared this with me. I said, man, that's good. I'm going to write it down. He said, he said, listen, he said, your now is what you had to go through to get to your greater next. Just praise him in your now. Come on, somebody. Just praise him in your now. And let me, let, me, let me do a sidebar. Y'all know I like commercials. Let me, let me do a little commercial break. You keep friends around you that love the Lord. Yeah. You keep friends around you that's going to encourage you in the Lord. Yeah. Amen. You don't need nobody to know no negative. I, I thank God. What a, soon I'm talking. I couldn't get nothing. I said, we didn't. Somebody else bit. I could almost get it out of my mouth. Praise the Lord. He hollered. Yes. So guess what my response was? Praise him. Yeah. Yeah. Keep people around you that always see the glass not just half full, but full. Yeah. I called brother. Brother Down called me. Same thing. A man, brother said, well, praise the Lord. That means that people are supposed to have that building. He said, we're going to pray for them. Amen. 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 And when someone's around you, especially if they're a member of this church, and they just start that woe is me, grab them by the neck. No, I'm just kidding. No, no I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Amen. Well, you get them straight, amen. Get them on the right path. Nah, nope, nope, nah, no, no. Let's cha change your confession, brother. Change your confession, sister. That's right. That's right. Come on now, you know the Lord, the Lord loves you more than that. He's not going to leave you in that place or whatever it is. Amen. amen. Surround yourself with those kind of people. And check this out. You be those kind of people. Amen. Right? Amen. <laughs> Praise the Lord somebody. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And now is a part of our process. It's the part of the process that's leading us to that promise. Mm. Amen. The question is sometimes, how do we handle our now? I believe it's one of the things that the Lord is doing for us. And Fanny, she blessed me. She just kept encouraging me. She said, you know what? It's, not, it's, never, been, it's never been about that piece of property. It's been about what God is doing in you. Now, this is my wife talking to me. Amen, somebody. Amen. So, I listen, now, it's all about what God is doing for us. That's right. Amen. Amen. That's right. There's something in store. And you know, he started, he started ministering to me. He said, you, do you believe I can give you something brand new? Amen. Or you can build it? Amen. It's like, why can't you believe that? I'd be like, I don't know, Lord. Why can't I? Be, I'm talking to him. You know what I'm saying? Because he can do it. The key is, listen, here, here's the thing. I'm trying. I don't want to get ahead of God. I just want to continue to walk. And to continue to move forward, and when he shows me something, I'm gonna show you, right? We're gonna move into those things. Amen. Yes, sir. So it could be something brand new. Amen. 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 Do I have any witnesses? Amen. Isaiah chapter 40, got two more scriptures, and I'm gonna let you guys go home. Then I'm gonna go home and lay it down, because I feel like, man, I feel like running today. All right. Woo! Anybody going to run with me? Yes, sir. <laughs> we run into one of the other movies. They just run around and come back out. <laughs> Amen. Do something crazy. Isaiah chapter 40, verse 28 through 31. King James verse. Has thou not known, <laughs> has thou not heard, that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, Faineth not, neither is weary. There's no searching of his understanding. He giveth power to the faint. 
Oh man, to them that have no might, he increases strength. Even the youth shall faint and, and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But I like verse 31. It's the one we hear all the time. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Won't he do it? Yes, he will. Yes, he will. <laughs> he'll do it. I'm telling you, he'll do it. So as I was talking and dealing with the Lord during this, during this, this particular week, and I don't know if y'all not supposed to be in North Carolina this week. Amen? Well, we were supposed to be in North Carolina. Was, my brother, we went to North Carolina. My niece had to just have a brand new baby. And we, my brother and I was going to um, dedicate the baby together. My brother's a pastor, too. I'm, I'm going to bring him down here soon. The old school Baptist preacher, yeah. Yeah, one of them brothers been preaching since he was 12. But it was the first time that our fam family was going to gather, and I can probably since 2019, my brothers and sisters. But you know what, man? I said, no, I got I to gotta talk to, I got to talk to God's people. I got to be here. Amen? Amen? I couldn't go nowhere. I got to be here. And he understood, and all my family understood. They said, understand, yeah, you're on assignment. Do what you got to do. But as, as, we was, as we were dealing with this particular thing, my, my wife and I both said this particular story came to our hearts. This is the story of David. This is when, after David was going to have a child, I believe he the first child. Amen? 2 Samuel, did I give you all the verse yet? 2 Samuel, chapter 12. Verse 19 through 22, King James Version, what we're sticking to right now. So here, here's the story. Verse 19, it says, David noticed that his attendants were whispering among themselves and realized that the child was dead. Is the child dead, he asked? Yes, they replied. Then David got up from the ground. Now let me give you some precursor. David had been fasting. And they tried to get him to eat. He wouldn't eat nothing. He was lamenting, praying for the Lord to raise this baby up. But when the servants told him that it was dead, this is what he said. Then, then David got up from the ground. After, after he had washed, he put on lotion and changed his clothes. He went up into the house of the Lord and did what? Worship. He worshipped. Yeah. Then he went into his house. And at his request, they served him food. And he did what? He ate. He asked his attendants, I mean, his attendants asked him, why are you acting this way? While the child was alive, you fasted and wept. But now that the child is dead, you get up and eat. He answered, while the child was still alive, I fasted and wept. I thought, who knows? The Lord may be gracious to me and let the child live. But now that the child is dead, why should I go on fasting? Can I bring him back again? I will go to him, but he will not return to me. Well, David, this is what came to my heart. Okay, that door, that door closed for now, maybe, whatever. So what am I going to do? We fasted. We prayed. So now afterwards, now we're going to worship the Lord. We're going to go into the house of the Lord. <laughs> And we're going to worship God. We're going to praise our king. We're going to lift our hands to our God. He is more than able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask, think, or even imagine. 
according to the power that worketh in us. Won't he do it? Yes, he will. Yes, he will. I'm telling you, he's going to do it. He's a faithful God. Hallelujah, he's faithful. Does anybody know that he's faithful? Has he done anything for you? Anything. And he's going to do something special for us. Amen. Lift your hands to the Lord. Father, we bless you on today. We lift our hands to you, God, and we glorify you. God, it's all about you. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Jesus, it's all about you. God, we praise you and we worship you even through times of, of disappointments and through times of letdowns, God. But you, you said you'll never leave us. You'll never forsake us. That you will be with us until the very end. Hallelujah. So we trust you in everything that we We trust you through this process, God. We fixed our eyes like a flint on you and you alone. We bless you. And God, even while those hands are lifted, if there's anything that someone here has been even requested of you, God, and even, even like this situation, God, it may have got weary or, or, or started to faint, God, strengthen them. Have them to refocus and focus on you. It could be something they're dealing with, a loved one, a, a spouse. It could be illness in their body, whatever it is, God. Have them change the focus on that thing and remember the promise. Remember the promise, God. Move on their behalf. Hallelujah. Move on their behalf. We bless you, Lord. We worship you. We give you glory and honor. It's in the matchless name of your son, Jesus, that we do pray. And all the people of God shout it. Amen. Come on, shout it one more time. Amen. Don't we serve a good God? Amen. He's an incredible God. Thank you for spending time listening to the word of God. We pray that today's message has fallen on good ground and will produce a 30, 60, or even 100-fold harvest in your life. If you would like more information about our ministry, please give us a call at 334-258-6181 or send an email to newcovenantlife2020 at gmail.com. Don't forget to join us next week. Be sure to subscribe to the New Covenant Life Christian Church Podcast and click share to share with friends and family because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. God bless you and have a safe and prosperous week.